Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 now it's real life lending with your host financial services expert eric ilofsky mckay hey everybody welcome to real life lending we are your northern california show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate tonight we have a special guest Jessica Couch in studio. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank Rem- you for having me. Remind everybody who you are and what you do. Full-time realtor. I really enjoy getting folks into their first-time home as we have a lot of new new folks in 2017 A lot of investors, a lot in. of people listening tonight. Yeah. I know. Um, but my real niche is helping people make money with their money and get into multi-unit. Sure. A little bit about me. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for 27 years. Currently, the Northern California Area Manager for Essex Mortgage which we are a direct lender. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. It doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. We uh, manage and fund all loans in-house, make all lending decisions in-house. And uh, But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from you folks. We helped a ton of people last year in 2016 either get into their first home or get into uh, a home after maybe an economic event during the downturn or maybe buy that first commercial property. I know that last week we announced we had one of our uh, listeners purchase a 20-unit apartment complex in the wow. East Bay. And that's always exciting, and we were able to secure some financing for that. So, And those of you that are new to the show, um, I've been on about four years. Started on a little uh, station up in Sacramento and continued to grow, and uh, now heard throughout Northern California because of you folks out there. And because there's a need. I got really tired and Jessica's going to smile because she heard me say it a lot. Uh, I've got really tired of hearing what the national media was saying about our industry. And granted, we went through a lot of changes uh, during the downturn. We saw banks go away. We saw guidelines change. We saw the way we did business completely turned upside down. But uh, And I got tired of hearing about how terrible a real estate investment was, how the banks were, were, were not the nicest people in the world. And granted, there, some of them weren't. Uh, but this was a place that I kind of designed for uh, consumers like yourself to kind of listen the, your questions answered, find out what you can do, what you can do, not what you could do three years ago, but what you could do this this uh, Tuesday. And if you don't live and breathe this seven days a week, you're going to miss something, right? I find this to be true all the time. Programs are always changing. I mean, I, I, I'm on the real estate side, not on the finance side. So I call you with new questions like daily. And I'm learning daily. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this 27 years and I always, and I got stumped a couple times today. I got, we got a, a bunch of new team members starting this year and we are continuously growing. And I got to tell you, it's always, I, I still learn something every week and things are still changing. But it's a great time. And again, we have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. If you're listening and have any questions that anything you hear, you can give us a call, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Or we also have our website, reallifelending.com, reallifelending.com. Jump in, shoot me an email, maybe with a show topic that you'd like to hear or with a question. One of the things that we offer all of our listeners is, you know, if you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance and, and you've got your loan estimate, 
not quite sure uh, it looks right, you know, we'll do a free analysis on one of the largest investments you're ever going to make. Uh, doesn't chant, doesn't hurt to get a second opinion just right. to make sure you're doing the right thing. And I'll be honest with you, most of the time they are market, a lot of good lenders out there. But every now and then we'll find a, a, a structure or a loan structure or maybe some pricing that maybe here's why you can do better. And we we were able to sell save some people some money. One of the things that uh, comes to mind is this just happened recently again is we had a, a, a gentleman come, send us over his purchasing his first home, his, his loan estimate from his lender. And we were kind of talking, and I saw his email uh, was something to do with the military. So I, you know, I asked him, "Are you are you a veteran?" Um, he said, "Yeah." I go, "Well, did, why aren't you using your VA loan?" Because you know nobody ever asked. Wow. Uh, so we we saved him thousands of dollars of upfront mortgage insurance and monthly insurance, and he was uh, a good fit for him. So if you don't ask, those are the things that that. We are educators, and, and the owner of Essex Mortgage, it's a probably owned company, is an old professor, and he touts uh, education, and we are educators. All we can do is tell you where you're at, what you can do uh, to get to where you need to be, and let you guys make the decision. I think that's really important. Too many people are out there selling you a product, and right. that's not really what our business is about, right? So true. What's going on in the real estate world? Still competitive, uh, certainly, certainly still competitive. That means we are no inventory. If you're listening, <laughs> very little inventory. But, you know, Bay Area is kind of kind of loosening up a little bit. I think it's going to be a good year. No, I, for sure, this is going to be a great year. I think we're going to see. Well, it is. It is um, being said that we're going to see a lot more millennials come in this year and next year, and that. 30, I think it was 37% of our um, market is going to be first-time homebuyers this right. year. And it was down to like 32%, which was the lowest, I think, since the 80s. So, I mean, it's glad I'm glad to see that it's finally moving that direction. I know that, you know, all you young folks out there are, 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 are just really want to buy, but you really want that 3% interest rate, that 2% interest rate. <laughs> you know, I paid 75 Interest for my first house, and I, I keep telling us it's just we got to do a historical interest rate. We haven't I think done that would one be a lot of months, fun. A few months, six months. So I mean, listen, folks, interest rates were fourteen percent in the eighties. Think about how much less of a house you could buy at fourteen percent. Right. Different neighborhood, maybe a different state these yeah. days. Yeah, but uh, we are just at a position right now in our industry and our economy where I think 2017, 2017 is a call to action. I would this agree. This is the time to stop paying your landlord's mortgage. Uh, you sent somebody over last week that sat down and they were renting the same place for 13 years. Right. When I added up what they had been paying for rent, it was like a quarter million dollars. So, <laughs> And when you, when you pencil it out like that, folks really understand that that's a lot of money. Let's say you're paying two thousand a month. Let's say you're sitting in San Francisco paying three thousand dollars a uh-huh. month, or thirty five hundred for a one bedroom. Average that out over four years, what you're right. paying. So it, this year, make it this year. And we've got a lot of tools on the website, reallifelending.com, to help you make that decision: rent versus buy calculators. And just we got rates super low, guys. Rates in the high threes, fours, still amazing. It is still amazing. Um, and listen, however you feel about the new administration. You know, things, business is going to boom, I think. We're going to deregulate some of the things. The CFPB, we're going to maybe change around. You're going to see some new lending products come out. I think it's going to be a really, really competitive year. 
I would agree with that. And, and I think back to your point about you know, renting your landlord's home, be in the driver's seat of that. Decide when you're going to take action. Don't have it turn around the other direction like it did sure. for our clients where the landlord just said, I'm, gonna, I'm going to sell now. Happens and once a week. It, at least, at least once a week. So I, I think it would, it would behoove you if you are renting to look into uh, what your situation could be with home ownership and to be in the driver's seat of that, not have someone make that decision for you. Because listen, all those investors out there that purchase these homes have been sitting waiting for the market to come back. True. Uh, waiting for the equity being the equity position they were back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Now they want to cash out because right. they're afraid might, what might happen. And honestly, we're in a position right now in Northern California where we're in the top three for rental increases, whether it's single family residence or, or uh, multifamily, uh, in the nation. And if you're renting and you're coming up at the end of your lease, I guarantee you, your rent's going to get bumped probably yeah. by 10%. <laughs> Uh, so listen, now's a great time. And, and one of the things we do at Essex Mortgage is we will actually take you through the whole process before you even start looking for a, a property. And we can take all of your information, not just an application, but all of your income documentation, and we will educate you about what price point you can buy at, what down payment assistance programs are available, how to take that gift from mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. We'll educate you to be a smart buyer and so you know what your payment's going to be at that purchase price. You know how much money you're going to come out of pocket before you even start looking. And a fully underwritten pre-approval means what to an agent? Oh, it's it's a huge difference. Of the difference, it's the difference of getting it accepted and being one of the many in line. Right. All we're doing is we're proving to the seller that you've already been vetted and that you are good to go. And all we need is a contract and appraisal and maybe some updated documentation, and we're off to the races. And I think it's a great time. And and again. Give us a call, 925-203-5808. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about, Jessica, tonight, uh, real quick before our first break, is that you had actually referred a family member to me, and we don't have to say who it is, uh, looking at a reverse mortgage. A a product I am constantly speaking about. And we get a lot of calls these days, and it's becoming a, a more and more accepted tool, and you can use a reverse mortgage for purchase, and we're uh-huh. seeing a lot of those as well. But I kind of wanted to go through the rundown: is, is what does it take to qualify for reverse mortgage? What is okay. a reverse mortgage? You know, most people think, ah, I give the money, I give the my home to the bank, and I don't have to make a payment. Not so. Um, so there's a lot, a lot involved in a reverse mortgage, and obviously this is just a quick rundown. And you want to talk to me uh, individually, but you have to be at least 62 years old. Um, you need probably about 50% equity, depending on your age in your property. Uh, loan amount depends on your age because it's all based on mortality tables, right? Uh, value. You must occupy the house as a primary residence, whether you're refinancing or purchasing. Uh, there's basically very limited income and credit review. There's no set credit score minimum. You have to have enough income to qualify to pay your property tax and your homeowner's insurance and anything on your credit report and have about five $600 left over. So there's not a lot of stringency uh, guidelines on there. You have to maintain the property in good condition, pay your property tax and insurance, and you have to attend a third-party counseling class, which can be done by – it's a HUD class. It can be done by phone, and it's real simple. Um, but there's so much misinformation. Is one of those things that, that – one of the reasons that we talk about all the time. A lot of misinformation right. about reverse mortgages. And I think the, the product's kind of – changed since 1980 when it was originally uh, introduced or maybe even before that. But the the current um, revision is so much different. It covers both spouses, uh, meaning if you're 62 and your wife or your husband, spouse, 
is much younger than you will cover not only your life but also theirs. They're called a non-borrowing spouse. So there's nobody getting kicked out of the house if something happens. The bank takes title of my home is a big myth. No. Borrower remains on title just like a forward mortgage. You can pay it off anytime. You retain title. The the lender's just on as a lien holder, just like a regular mortgage. Um, the bank receives part of my equity when the loan is repaid. Absolutely not. You pay off the loan just like your regular mortgage, and your heirs can pay it off anytime should they want to if something happens. Fees are excessive. This was a big thing that I think happened a lot in, in the past. Uh, it's very regulated by HUD, the same people that regulate and insure FHA. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to get hurt on this product. Myth number three, children will lose their inheritance. Not at all. If you want your children to be involved in the discussions, we, we're more than happy to do that and make sure that they understand exactly what mom and dad are doing. It's really important that they're not giving up their house or their right. And and most people think about not making a payment. You can make a payment on a reverse mortgage. You don't have to, but you can make an interest-only payment if you want to preserve the equity. You can make $500 a month. You can make $100 a month. You can make $5 a month. Or you could just skip a year or two. There's a lot of different flexibility in the reverse mortgage, but it's great for those that maybe are living on a fixed income and have all this equity in your house and maybe can't qualify for a bank loan. All right, folks, we're coming up on our first break. When we come back, we're going to finish up with a reverse mortgage, and we've got a lot of news on what's going on today on Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are the Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch. And I want to circle back around. Before the break, we were kind of talking about uh, reverse mortgage. We got a lot of text questions. Again, our text line is the same as the call on number 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. And I just want to finish up. You know, we've, we've got some real-life cases, uh, the people that I've actually helped uh, recently with a reverse mortgage. And they're great examples of somebody who actually, you know, they, they wanted to buy their house. Uh, a lot of friends moving from the Bay Area up uh, to maybe a, another area to be closer to the grandkids or the children. And I've got this young young lady who was in her 70s that um, s- bought her house in the Bay Area for $78,000, sold it for almost a million bucks. Wow. And was able to take her tax base from that $78,000 house with Prop 90, move up the hill, mm-hmm. Colorado County, pay $500,000, buy a $500,000 house. She put two fifty down, never going to make a payment on it. Wow. Paying her property tax and everything else and kept her tax base on the $78,000 through Prop 90. So it's a great, great system. And and if you have any questions and you want to learn more about reverse mortgage, it's it's a really great tool these days. And, and you're going to be bombarded, I think, from a lot of different lenders trying to get the last loan you're ever going to get. Um, and But I think this is one of those products that has to be sold correctly. But uh, it, it is a really good tool and something to think about uh, either for, for refinance or purchase. Um, Jessica, you are going to Florida this week. I am. We have ha- we have some rentals and there in Florida. it just so happens that Essex Mortgage is now lending in Florida. I'm so excited. So tell me, uh, and you own some homes in, in Florida, investments? Yeah, super, super cheap. I know it isn't for everyone. I have a higher risk tolerance than the average person being in, being in real estate. Uh, what do you pay for a house in Florida? In that run, what? 35 to 50. I mean, okay. depending on, on um, you know, area and what, and condition, condition mm-hmm. as well. So obviously these deals were getting at, you know, 35. They are in need of some real rehab. But what you, kind of work can you get? What kind of rent can you get for them? 
Um, I, I always check rentometer, same as I do here. That's been very accurate. Um, but seven, eight hundred. Uh, most of these are two, two bedroom, one baths, or some of them are three bedroom, two baths. It's a pretty good return on investment. Excellent for a return on investment. Purchase yeah. After rehab. Yeah. Um, and you've been doing this for how long? About a year. I- exactly a year, actually. Exactly a year. Six properties in a year. Yeah. Well, they're, I mean, they're this cheap, but now that I, now that I can get a loan in Florida with (laughs) F6 mortgage, this is going to change everything. We we are continually expanding our, our reach and Florida is the most recent uh, state in uh, our ability to lend in. So, and again, if, and if you have any family members or anything else, or or you want to look at some property out of state, Jessica is the person to talk to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about taking another trip and, and looking for some more properties. You know, Jessica, we got a text question uh, that came from Mark and Fremont. Again, our text line is 925-203-5808. Pest report, is it always necessary? In, in my world, always. When I take a listing, I pay for the pest report, and I, I tell the sellers it's something that's going to come up. I'd rather have this conversation now. Um, and there's a whole details as to why, but I'd rather have that conversation now than at day 17 when buyer hasn't removed contingencies. Sure. And for a buyer, absolutely. I, I pay for it for the buyer, and it's a negotiation tool for me. And when, just from a lender's point of view, uh, if it's mentioned in the contract, we're going to want to see it. Right. And more than likely, we're going to want any Section 1, possibly Section 2 cleared. Uh, if it's not mentioned in the contract, uh, on every single loan but VA, you can do a waiver and waive the pest report. Uh, it's always a good idea to do your due diligence uh, as an agent to make sure your borrower does a pest report. But, um, yeah, as far as the lender's view, that's, that's our take on it. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a good question. You know, Jessica, last uh, week we mentioned uh, prior to uh, the inauguration that FHA had lowered their mortgage insurance premium. I remember. And an hour after President Trump was sworn in, uh, a new mortgage letter came out and said, we're going to look into this before we make any changes. So if you're buying uh, with FHA or doing a refinance with FHA uh, and you're planning on getting that new lower premium, uh, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, and honestly, truthfully, I think this was kind of maybe a setup from the outgoing administration. They, uh, the the financial security of HUD is not right, quite reached its where it needs to be according to when those uh, were increased in order for any reduction. Uh, I think they just wanted Trump to put a hold on it. But that's just my take. What do I know? Uh, so again, FHA reversed their mortgagee letter. Uh, reducing the monthly mortgage insurance premium, and it's just it's it, it's a shame. I think something needs to be done. I would rather see, and Jessica, you and I talk about this all the time. I'd rather see them keep the mortgage insurance where it's at. It's it's better than uh, a conventional, right? Uh, depending on your FICO score, I'd rather see them get away, take away the lifeline, the lifetime mortgage insurance. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I'd like to see them get go back to the way it used to be, five year, right? And I think that's. The what direction they should go because that because what happens with FHA buyers that buyers that use an FHA loan it probably they do it for a reason mm-hmm. probably a lower payment lower interest rate minimum down payment but they're going to have finance at some point right. to get rid of that mortgage insurance and you know a five six hundred thousand dollar loan you're looking at a six seven hundred six seven hundred dollar a month mortgage insurance payment yeah it's so a lot. it's it's definitely I think needs to be taken a look at the way things are happening right now I think it's going to be for the better we're seeing a lot of talk of deregulation like I mentioned earlier the CFPB maybe uh, um, uh, taking a look at uh, it's unregulated they're unelected I think that um, it's going to be good. 
So don't let it get you down. There's a lot of other products out there. If you have any questions, give us a call, 925-203-5808. When we come back, we're going to talk about property tax. You're listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch. And today we're talking real estate lending and we're answering some text questions. But before we get to the next one, I believe we have Sean on the line. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Sean, I know that. Do you know this gal sitting across from me? Yeah. Jessica, Jessica, why don't you tell everybody who Sean is? She's great. Sean is one of our um, newest buyers. Um, maybe, Sean, you can tell us about your experience, um, You know wh- what you initially were looking to find and what you ended up with. Sure. Um, so I recently moved to the Sacramento area about six months ago, and I'm, I'm 26 years old, and, uh, you know, it was my first time buying a home. Um, so I was referred to Jessica by a friend, and... Uh, I didn't really know what to expect going in, but, um, you know, we started looking at houses and, uh, and we kind of got to a point where Jessica threw out something like, Hey, why why don't you look at duplexes or triplexes? And I I had never thought of this. I was just, we were looking at, we probably looked at what, like 15 homes, 20 homes. Yeah. You were just looking for a place to live. um, (laughs) Yeah. I, I just, I just wanted a small place just just one home on some acreage to, uh, you know, have my first place at. But, um, <clears throat> and anyways, Jessica recommended checking out duplexes and triplexes. So we did that and, um, it, it kind of, uh, started me into this whole investing into real estate. There you go. Thing, really. You be- became a um, landlord and investor and a homeowner in one transaction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then yeah. he came in and met with Eric. Hey, Sean, that happens to everybody that meets Jessica, just so you know. Yeah, no, she she definitely uh, gave me an opportunity or showed me an opportunity, and uh, I took it with the, you know, I bought uh, two homes on one lot. So right now I'm going to be living in one of the homes and one of the, uh, the other homes already rented. So that's going to pay all my bills, my overage, and hopefully I'm going to save up and we're planning to uh, buy another one, uh, uh, hopefully a fourplex here in the future. You know what? It's good to see a young person like yourself being so responsible with their money and actually investing in themselves in the future. And and you know what? My hat's off to you, Sean. You, you, you made a really good decision, and it just knows to show you that, you know, there's always ways to let your money work for you rather than you working for your money. Very true. Yeah. And I wasn't really privy to that until I kind of figured out, well, yeah, maybe if I get two homes on one lot, I'll rent it out and live in the other one and pay my bills with that. You know, there you go. Well, Hey, Sean, thanks for calling in. It's always good to hear from you and, and we'll be working with you on the next one, right? Yeah, no problem. All right. Thanks, Sean. And, and another happy new investor yeah. uh, that listens to the show. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he, he was a he was a guy that uh, that that uh, just made the right decisions one after the other. So that's hats off to Jessica. Well, and I think this, this hats off to Eric. I think uh, Sean had listened to the show and came in and was able to meet with you in the office, have all of his questions answered and things that really seemed like they may take months and it was complicated. It really wasn't. No. You broke it down to like bite-sized yeah. pieces and, and away we go. 
All right. Well, hey, Sean, yeah, thanks for being I, part I of the show. It was going to be a lot more complicated, but it turned out to be pretty simple when, when awesome. you have it break it down for you. So thank you, guys. Thank right. you very thanks, much. Sean. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's always good to hear somebody like that. that yeah, yeah, that was a, has a fun, good experience and, fun experience and, and makes for sure. it worthwhile. Because, you know, there's a lot of ways that when I was 26 years old, I was probably buying something else other than houses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my first home purchase was the reason I wanted to get into real estate. Sure. I'm like, this was so cool. And my realtor knew everything, everything. Um, it was just, it was such a fun process and, and put me in a totally new perspective. So I love creating that with, especially first time buyers. I have a new loan officer that was actually a client. I helped him buy his first really? home with an FHA loan. Yeah. Wow. He uh, decided to get his NMLS license. So it can happen. And we're always looking for you. If you're looking to get into the business and you want to talk to us, I'm always willing to, to buy you lunch and sit down and, and go through the process. But all right, we're coming up on another break. You're listening to Real Life Phone. And we come back from the break. We're going to talk about the six worst home fixes for the money you can make. Interesting. All right, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch. And got a text question from Tim. And this one's for you, Jessica. It says, uh, my agent wants me to remove my home from market to reset days. Is that a good idea? I get that. We could ask this all the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, your days don't really reset. If your house is off the market for more than 30 days, it will start a new uh, days on market, not a, a cumulative days on market. So what we're talking about up. is he's listed. He hasn't sold his house. Uh-huh. His agent's telling him to rem- take it off the market for a while, let it cool, put it back on the market so it looks like a fresh listing. Right. Um, does that work? In my opinion, no. I mean, it needs to come off for 30 days, but the first thing I'm going to do is pull up what's in the area, and it, that old listing is going to pop up, and I'm or I'm going to check property so history. So both listings so. come up, the old and the new? Correct. Interesting. We get asked that a lot. It, it does come up a lot. I, I think this is just one of those, uh, you know, if, if you're looking for like a fast trick to pull, I would, if the house isn't moving, it all comes back to price. But I think there's an un- underlying uh-huh. issue here is why isn't the house selling? Right, right, you know, <laughs> that's, right, right. That's the issue. Yeah. Uh, because in our market, with the limited inventory we have, even in any any market, except unless a really luxury luxury market that's got a very small pool of buyers, your house should be selling if it's mm-hmm. priced correctly. Right. And if it's priced correctly, you're going to get multiple offers. Yeah, that's, agreed. That's the key. Although I have seen recently houses that were priced um, appropriately but are using a service that is MLS entry only, where there's no marketing plan, photos, you know, and I've, I I have not seen those things go well. Having an agent working using a professional does make a difference. Uh, Jessica, before, I know we've got some things to talk about, but I want to talk about some of the properties and, and uh, that you have because I know our investors are listening right now. Okay. Well, one of these is a multi-unit in Alameda County. It's in Oakland. Um, it's priced at seven forty nine, which I realize is a little steep for a duplex, but this property brings in thirty three hundred a month. Okay. So about the closest thing I'm going to be able to cash fl- use for cash flow anyway in the Bay Area. Um, one in Sonoma County that brings in twenty four hundred, twenty five hundred a month. Month, uh, listed at five ninety nine. Multi unit. It's a two. It's a duplex again. And then I have a fourplex in Vacaville, um, listed at five fifty. This brings in thirty six hundred and some change a month. So um, although the cap rate shows to be about a five and a half uh, for Vacaville, the the numbers really work. You don't know what the rents are either. You could probably have some room in them to increase them. So yeah, again, mm-hmm. I use Rentometer on everything for a pretty accurate um, uh, gauge on what the uh, market would bear. And if you're looking to spend something you know much less than that, I could bring into Sacramento County and get you a duplex. 
um, between 150 and 180 where rents are going to be between 550 and 650. Awesome. And I know you last week you talked about uh, some you had 20 or so or 18 or so Yeah, they're units. all gone. Immedi- all immediately. Gone. I got 20, so 20, many calls 20 about different that. Poly- gone. Correct. Yeah. All gone. Wow. <laughs> So listen, folks, you got to listen. You got to listen fast. So if you want to get a hold of listen, I know Jessica's got a couple others, but let's give your number out a couple times. How does somebody get a hold of you if they're interested in these properties or any property on that loss? Yeah, uh, 916-532-8916. Um, there was just one new quad that came up today, and I'm not mentioning it because I'm writing an offer for as soon as listener. we're off the air That's for right. our, one of our uh, <laughs> our clients that we're working with together. I'm not going to tell anybody else about it. It's been on the market four hours, and we're getting it. Good for you. And again, uh, somebody, and you have a website too? Yeah, it is um, inspiredliving.us. Um, and I, I like to bring this back to, in real estate, I think we're so focused on this, you know, what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. Our real, real goal here is what's in it for us. You and I are both supporters of Sweet Dreams. And sure. um, we do a really good job of giving back and helping to fundraise and helping to um, help nonprofits in our community. Absolutely. And if you guys aren't familiar with Sweet Dreams, I know there's ad playing on the show. Uh, it's a uh, great organization that uh, remakes bedrooms for children with life-threatening diseases. And, you know, it, it's it's a lot of fun and it, it, it it's a great cause. And if, you know, last time I was dressed up as a pirate yeah. <laughs> and uh, officiating an arm wrestling contest. Well, that raised $5,000. It raised five grand and it was a lot of fun and, and it, it's a great cause. And if you want to learn more about it, you can give us a call, 925-203-5808. And uh, we'd be happy to help you get in touch with Sweet Dreams. It's a great cause, and we're both very, very uh, dedicated to to make children's lives a little bit easier that have it rough. Yeah. And and um, as a father, and it's 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 a good cause. So, um, you know, property tax, Jessica. I hate to pay it, right? We I do not. I don't tax. enjoy those at all. So here's 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 something that that should make you feel good, folks. Uh, this was actually came out, uh, I don't know what publication, but property tax by state. And just just so you know, we're not so bad in California. Our average property tax rate is 1%. Is 1% by the time you add all your fees and everything else on, it's about 1.25. Let's use 1.25. Um, so on a $400,000 purchase, you're looking at about five grand a year in property tax, about $400,000 purchase. You're looking at about $416 a month. You know what New Jersey is? No, what? If you buy a four hundred thousand dollar house in New Jer- in New Jersey, you're going to pay two point one three percent, almost a point difference. That four hundred thousand dollar house, you're going to be paying eight thousand eight hundred dollars a year. Wow! Or seven hundred and eight dollars a month. And is that due to uh, Malheureuse throughout the state, or it's just the the it's state just the guideline state property tax? Wow. And you know, even even states like Texas who don't have a uh, state income tax, uh, it's still seventh in the country, uh, but. You know, we're not so bad in California because we passed Pop 13 back in the 70s, which oh. kind of limited your tax rate. But can you imagine? No, that's crazy. $800,000 house, seventeen grand. That's a, that's a chunk. Yeah, so you don't have it so bad here in California, yeah. California folks. <laughs> All right, folks, we're coming up on another break. One of the things I wanted to mention, if you're a loan officer – in the Bay Area, and you're NMLS licensed, we are expanding and opening a branch in the East Bay. We would love to talk to you. Looking, Still looking for a great branch manager. If you are interested, give me a call. Talk to me personally, 925-203-5808. We are continually expanding and, and, and happy to meet all of our listeners locally. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. I'm here with Jessica Couch today, and we're talking real estate, we're talking lending, and we've got some text questions coming in. But before I get to those, I want to talk about uh, the six worst home fixes for the money. I know a lot of you people out there are maybe thinking about listing this spring during the sales season, and you might be thinking about doing some improvements to your house. Now, I want to get your opinion on this, Jessica, because see, some of these are actually, these are projects that don't pay for themselves when you sell. Uh, and I found some of them really surprising. Um, the number one is a bathroom addition. If you add a bathroom, not redoing it, but adding a bathroom usually costs about 50 grand and will only recoup 52% at resale. I'm very surprised by that, especially if we're looking at something that's maybe a three bedroom, one bath and you really need a, you know, three bedroom, two bath to, um, have a greater audience. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. And like hardwood floors cost about 2,500 bucks. You get it all back at resale. You get you put a new roof on for seventy five hundred bucks. You get one hundred and five percent of that at resale. I can get a roof for seventy five hundred dollars. Where this is, is this guy? This is nationally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that a, a typical cost for a bathroom addition is not fifty grand. That's a remodel. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree. Um, here's a master suite addition. Typical cost about one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. You're only going to recoup fifty three percent of that at wow. resale. Um, and a closet renovation, number three. Typical cost, about $3,500. You're only going to get about 57% of that recouped at resale. Bathroom renovation. Typical cost, about $26,000. you think that's right? I don't. I Depending. would not agree with that number. for. I would not spend that amount on a renovation for the bathroom, but... The more modern, the better, it says. But uh, if you spend twenty six grand on a bathroom renovation, you're only going to get 50% of it recouped at resale. Wow. New wood frame windows, they're expensive. It typically cost about twenty six grand. You're only gonna get fifty eight percent of the recouped at resale. And this would you put a fiberglass door in your in your house? I really like the wood doors. This is a fiberglass door, typical cost twenty five hundred, sixty percent recouped at sale. Wow. So this actually came from bank rate, so this is a national number, but I, you know, that's one of the things that I think is really important. If you're thinking about selling, mm-hmm. talk to an agent. Yeah. Right, what would you do if somebody would you walk? You, you do an evaluation, right? An evaluation, depending on the neighborhood. I had folks a couple of years ago that wanted an outlandish number for their track neighborhood. And so I took them to the other track um, homes that were up for sale that were far nicer and priced better. And um, we, they had a, a reality check on where we needed to list their price. You know, right. they didn't have a pool. They didn't have the, you know, same granite. So I think um, looking at what's in your market. Marketplace is really what's going to set the tone for what you're going to get. Yeah, because comparable sales are, are your, when you're when we're, you're borrowing money, and the lender's going to look at comparable sales to right. establish value, and that's be like properties and adjustments can be made for for upgrades and and, and items and things like that. But um, it's always good to get get uh, get an agent's opinion, and you do something a little different. And you, I know you offer some perks for listing agents. We have got a minute left. Why don't you tell everybody what you do for your <laughs> listeners to the show? Yeah, I do. I come in and um, take care of the pest inspection, you know, first and foremost, and then we have cleaning, staging, um, a few other things. If, if and when necessary, then professional photography, videography, aerial view, um, especially of those homes with acreage or something real special that sure. we need to capture like a pool. Um, and then a, a really excellent marketing plan that goes into place from there that we're going to get folks to your home. And how's somebody get a hold of you? Uh, 916-532-8916. Okay, Jessica, thanks for thank being you. part of the show. All right, folks, I want to thank everybody for listening to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. If you want to work with me directly on your next purchase, 925-203-5808, 925 925- 
203-5808. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Real Life Lending.